gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to Maybe I've Said Too Much, a brand new internet podcast where we hope to fill your ear holes with entertainment and knowledge and manage to keep your attention long enough to pimp you to advertisers. My name is Mike Laffey, and I'll be your host and guide on this trip of Maker Madness. I'm joined by my podcast brethren, Joel Crawford and Izzy Swan. Gentlemen, how the hell are you? Damn fine, Mike. How are you, sir? Oh, yes, you are, sir. Yes, you are indeed. <laughs> I thought we agreed that I was going to remain anonymous to start with. What's up with that? I, the show notes, they got lost. <laughs> oh, oh, I got you. All right. Well, you know, yeah. it's good to be here, guys. I'm excited about this. Uh, I'm really, really kind of uh, looking forward to seeing what happens with all this craziness. Yes, yes. That uh, well, you know, you're uh, you're not much for segue, so uh, you've jumped straight into <laughs> uh, our, our very first uh, topic, which is uh, why a new podcast, boys. Uh, why are we getting together and uh, sort of all that? But before we get into that, uh, I just wanted to take a minute and introduce all of us uh, to those who may not know who we are. Um, so my name is Mike. Uh, I will be the host of this podcast, sort of the director, keeping things pointed moving forward. Uh, Joel Crawford of Missing Digit Wordshop. Woodshop? Workshop? Something like that? Woodshop. <laughs> Sorry, Joel. You're very close. Didn't mean to beat your, <laughs> your livelihood no. to death. No, no, it's just a brand. What does it matter? <laughs> well, I promise people remember it more now than they would have before if I just well, said it right. That's right. It's a, so you're welcome. And uh, Izzy Swan, uh, who, I mean, to, to label all of the things that you do, it's going to be practically impossible. But uh, Joel, tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, um, what you do, what got you into doing what you do, all the good stuff. Well, Mike, it started when I was just a young boy. Oh, yeah, no. Actually, uh, I'm, I'm a small business owner at heart. I've got a family and dogs and everything, but but uh, I'm, I'm involved in a very cool community of makers. And uh, my day job happens to be a lot of people's dreams, which is I have a wood shop. Actually, it's a wood shop and a metal shop and a plastic shop and a whole bunch of other things. Um, but we come up with cool and crazy products that we hopefully uh, entice somebody to actually buy. And um, when I'm not doing that, I like long strolls on the beach. <laughs> and pina coladas in the moonlight. No, Joel, let's, let's talk a little bit about your, your, your huge overnight success. And that's one of the things that really drew me to you was your, um, your Spartan knife block. That was insanely cool. And that was, uh, I would call it an overnight success. Or the pet rock is my favorite saying. And you'll probably hear me say that several <laughs> times in the next few podcasts. Because um, I'd like to know more about that. Can you tell us just a little bit about that success story? Sure. It's, uh, if you haven't seen it, it's a knife block. That looks like a guy that's holding a shield and the knives protrude through the shield like he's under attack. He's holding a sharpener over his head, kind of like a warrior plunge move. And it kind of keeps all your utensils there in a functional manner, but it's designed slightly differently, more aesthetically. Um, <clears throat> we had a had a fun run of doing just the normal, you know, guy in the wood shop selling cute stuff for people and building outdoor coolers and art and bookshelves and things like that and uh, just me in my basement shop and we just happened to hook on to this idea and i was going to whip out a few of them on the bandsaw 
and made a post about it and it got picked up and then somebody else picked it up and something about something and then another thing and then we had sold about 1200 of them in about a month and a half and so it was um a little bit before that point though the month and a half that my wife and i looked across the table after being don't get me wrong there's a blessing here of having a massive amount of money come your way and then it gets terrifying because you know <laughs> people want you to do something and five of something is great 400 of something is insane so we quickly jumped out in the car literally started driving around our area for warehouse spaces and missing digit wood shop uh you know the the corporate entity that it is uh was born and so that's it so that's that's it gets long and drawn out and and we started working with amazon and shipping and doing all those things and we're going to go over some of those things that's the educational part the part right that's on. supposed to you know calm your nerves and basically put you to sleep but the rest <laughs> is uh the rest ends up being uh, just a cool story of doing the daily grind and uh with any luck uh Tomorrow, the lights will still be on, and uh, we get to do it all over again. Right on. Very cool. Yes, sir. Um, Mike, before we jump into my background, I'd like to talk, if we can. I'm not trying to take your job away from you. I want please, to talk please. about your background a little bit. And this I'm going to go kinda, grab a soda. I want to get to the, I want to kind of get to the base of this and we are three consummate professionals um, in different areas of, of the um, professional world and I think that's where we're gonna have a lot of value to bring to the table mm-hmm. uh, throughout throughout this podcast so Mike would you mind telling people what you do what you're all about and uh, why you how you found the maker community and what got you involved uh, so um, since since we're trying for an hour-long podcast I won't give you the short version um, but yeah so I I am in the uh, finance world I actually do mortgages uh, for a living. So um, at this point, I do mortgages and um, manage and guide a team of uh, people to do mortgages. So uh, how I became a maker, uh, you know, if I were so bold as to call myself that, but basically I'm a part-time tinkerer of things uh, more than than anything. Um, But I've been dealing in finance and sales and, uh, you know, all that my basically the bulk of my life. Um, my father is a carpenter by trade. Uh, he is also like a Joel. He's, you know, he gets up and works so that the lights stay on tomorrow. Uh, he's got a business that he's been doing for the better part of 40 years now. So I was always around tools and wood stuff and, you know, all kinds of nonsensical creative toys that can rip you in half if you're not paying attention, you know, since the time I was basically like 12 years old. Um, where I got into the whole, let's put things together that are cool. Uh, when I turned 15, a buddy of mine in upstate New York, we started a uh, car stereo company together. And by we started, I mean, he was able to sell things. And because I had access to tools, I could build the big boxes that you put in people's cars. And, uh, you know, so we started making all that nonsense <laughs> for the most part. So that was so the uh, sort of... You're the reason why I can't get a good night's sleep? Well... 
I'm sure there's a whole host of reasons, but the, uh, but yeah, we'd be one of them. So yeah, but so we started building all the uh, the loud car stereo systems. It turned into um, us competing for car stereo uh, because that used to exist, believe it or not. Um, and then you know from there it was just kind of wow, you know, if you give me tools, wood, and a little bit of time, I can make really interesting, weird things that are primarily useless, but people will pay for them anyway. So, um, you know, and that's, uh, I was doing the installation and sales aspect of things back then. And it turned out that not only could I build things, but I was actually pretty good in sales too. So I sort of developed that more as a career so I could keep the making nonsensical stuff as kind of a hobby, which is basically what I do now. So I, the, the voice and, and, um, silliness, you know, pays for all the, the hobby stuff at this point. So that's basically, uh, where I come from, but yeah, the financial aspect of things and dealing in people's credit, you know, advising people on how to spend their money, save their money, build their credit, you know, uh, how to look for opportunities, those type of things. That's, that's kind of my day to day. Um, you know, and, and now it's, become uh, helping other people you know like I guess I have a team of folks that I work with uh, to, to make them successful as well so nice that's the yeah, shortened I mean, you, version <laughs> you're definitely a maker I mean you're wearing the shirt for goodness sake so well yeah, I, 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 if you I have slapped, the shirt I slapped the, the shirt, gentleman named Andy Berkey over the head for this so it's, uh, <laughs> it was like wrestling it from a bear a very short hairless bear <laughs> <laughs> So. Yeah, I'm a good guy. And I've seen it. I've, Andy Berkey's pretty intense. I'm not sure I'd want to wrestle with him. <laughs> it's probably true. <laughs> so, but, uh, yeah, that's basically my story. Listening. Oh, Andy will be so. listening. I promise. He'll be listening. All right, Izzy, you're up. Tell us all about you. Well, uh, that's, you know, I feel like I've told this story a few times and um, I always start out by saying I'm a fifth generation tradesman, which, you know, is sounds fancy, but it's really not. You know, I think my, my father was uh, did cabinet work and other stuff, and my grandfather did mostly stucco work, and his dad built tin shacks. So it's you know we've always been involved in making. Uh, so I've been doing I've been building stuff since I was old enough to pick up a hammer and figure out that you know which end of the nail to hit with it. So uh, that's kind of where I got started, um, and then I I, uh, I went away from building stuff for a while, uh, college, uh, and then, uh, you know, like it did with the rest of my family, I got drawn back in. I built uh, rustic furniture for 15 years or so with a manufacturing company, or for, I owned the manufacturing company, and then um, sold out, designed some furniture for a while, and, and long story short, I started making YouTube videos about three years ago. I run a couple other small businesses, and I make uh, content for YouTube and uh, various other social media places. And I run a website called IzzySwan.com, and I just started the Toolmasters program. So we got a few other fun things in the works, but that's that's the shortened, shortened version, as, as short as I can make it, I think. So yeah, that's me in a nutshell. And that's... Uh... And for people who haven't seen your YouTube video, you make some of the most insane projects I've pretty much seen. I mean, dinosaurs out of wood that work with power drills and uh, things like that is you, you, it's 
you're basically what happens when you give a, a kid who grows up really cool toys. <laughs> right. Well, I, I would say I have to make really different content or very original content mm. because my videos are terrible. I have to rely on the content. So. Oh. oh, are we doing the self-deprecating thing? <laughs> you know, why do I get that all that? Everywhere Not I, I, go, people I, say I that, hope so. so. I hope so. Hey, Mike, <laughs> do, here's the thing, though, about Izzy, right? So, so, and this is what people don't really understand. I, I get to have the good fortune of seeing some of the stuff he does in the background through hangouts and, and chatting. And uh, he's, he's some sort of idiot savant. Uh, he'll, have, he'll have some sort of like thought that's been festering in his brain for maybe seven, eight minutes. And then he'll just turn around on the workbench and slap stuff together maybe two hours and then all of a sudden here's a tree trunk that happens to look like a picasso you know because he happened to make a jig that works on the table saw you know and it's like it's like hold on i need to build this thing and like 17 later like like literally a half a day later there's a large amount of uh of all thread being used and nuts and bolts and plywood and all of a sudden there's now this new thing that is in the world kind of like a birth it's a let's just say izzy swan has the shortest gestation period known to man you are giving me way too much credit ideas so, catch very quickly in his in his uh, nest is yeah the problem yes. is i have a very short attention span so that they have to happen very quickly or they just go away so you know most makers and, and people that that kind of tinker around that, that seems to be a, a very common thread it's a you know you get an idea in your head and it's got to come out soon or it's just going to be bypassed by all the other ideas that are just kind of floating around up there i mean uh, name one person you know that does this kind of thing for a living or for a hobby that isn't exactly like that. I mean, I just, I don't know of any, it's, you know, it's just seems to be the, the one binding characteristic amongst all of us. So yeah, I'll, I'll, start on, I'll start on a new project, you know, just because I'm waiting, you know, for McMaster car to deliver a box of goodies that I need for that project. And then I'm on to the next project and I have this box show up two days later and I go, Oh, I was supposed to be working on that thing. <laughs> You know, yeah. No, no clue. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no we're, we're basically all pretty much exactly the same when it comes to that. The um, so okay, so as far as the uh, the backgrounds, I mean, you guys, for the most part, uh, you know, you, this is what you do for a living. So your your hands make things that then go out into the world, and that kind of pays the bills. That is, um, I don't sell anything I make. I'm basically just a. Uh, I'm essentially a living Pinterest, uh, you know, to-do list, which is, you know, anything my wife finds, she puts online, you know, hey, can you make this? And then I go build it and, you know, it comes to her and then her friends like it. So I make a few for them, but I don't, I don't make money or, you know, sell anything I do. This is really just a hobby for me. So just a sort of point of differentiation between, you know, the three of us and Izzy, mm -hmm. I know that you're... You, you make all kinds of things for, you know, you make tools and content and everything under the sun. So it's I get, a get uh, bored easy. Yeah. 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 So, but so I, I think the one thing that we have in common, and I think that's what really going to make this mm -hmm. thing as strong is we all are constant businessmen. We've all been in the professional world all of our lives. Um, and even Joel before, uh, before missing Desert Woodshop was doing something entirely different. So, I mean, we come, we have a yeah. vast experience and, uh, a lot of hard knocks that we can share, you know, hopefully mm -hmm. we can share some of those experiences and maybe shortcut some of that for other people out there that, uh, 
with our, with that experience that we share. So hopefully that's something we can bring a value to this podcast and to the audience and the listeners. So, yeah, that's one thing. And, and, um, one of the uh, you know the things that kind of makes us all the same is that you know being in sales, uh, you know, and I and I basically I've been doing commission sales my, uh, I mean since I graduated high school, you know, so um, we always say that you know it's like Groundhog Day. Every day you have to start over and, you know, go out and find the thing, which is, you know, basically the same way you guys are. So it's that that business acumen of, okay, I, today I woke up and, you know, everything I did yesterday is already gone. You know, I got to I got to make today again. You know, it's just it's Sonny and Cher playing on the radio <laughs> right, <laughs> every right. single day. But, um, yeah, and that, that kind of leads me to, our, you know, our next thing is the, the idea behind, okay, what do we want to – provide, uh, you know, the community, um, you know, what's the point of why we get together and we're doing this podcast? I mean, what is the underlying theme that we kind of want to put out there? So um, I'll let you two hash out who wants to come up with the best answer for that. I didn't know there was supposed to be a theme. I thought we were just going to hang out and have fun. I mean, really? Yeah. yeah, nobody told me anything about this. I had bourbon. I have, I have girls coming over. There's going to be dancing involved. I, I wasn't prepared. There was no homework done. Well, I mean, uh, I got a chocolate fountain and, uh, you know, the... Uh, <laughs> so I thought we had an agreement you were going to call me on Dancing Girl Night. I mean, come on. Hey, hey we, we've got a bus all rented, Izzy. We'll be there in three hours. Right on. Well, were you going to be in the dress dancing or were you... Damn <laughs> right I will be. Girls? I, what are we dealing in here? No, I, I'm not going to be in a dress dancing. No. Oh, well, who wants to go then? You just ruined it right, for everybody. Exactly. Just ruined yeah. it for everybody. <laughs> I will wear so, a kilt. Yeah. So uh, to answer your question, I think the idea would be, um, Izzy, have you ever made a mistake? Like any mistake? <laughs> I, I mean, so, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that was a yes. <laughs> no. So, let, let me count the ways. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so basically, I could save if you wanted to replicate my business, and and I could teach you where I'm at now, where you're starting. I could probably save you about twenty thousand dollars with my words. So, with that idea, I think um, I think we we can talk about how we do what we do. I think we can talk about the pitfalls of going around to actually putting your foot, you know, in that door of making a living or even just making a profitable hobby um, in the world of, you know, manufacturing things, coming up with ideas. Izzy will certainly talk about content. Um, sure. And and I I can't imagine that, that we won't have a little bit of fun on, on the way there. <laughs> no, I don't, mine's kind of boring, so I'm not sure. Yes, we'll talk over folks them. will learn. <laughs> That's right. You know, I, I think I agree. I, I'm right on the board with you on that one. I think we bring a lot to the table as far as experience goes. And if we can share that experience and help some few people out, out there, that's great. If we can entertain them along the way, even better. You know, and I would start I would start by offering my very first piece of advice to the listeners out there who are interested in becoming their own person or not working for the man or starting a business. Um and I will, I will tell you right now, expect to work your butt off. Uh, if you want to get a, if you want to work for yourself so you have more time, stop right now, keep your day job, and be happy there. Hmm. Um, 
you know, this is a lot of work what we do. Uh, it's not a it's not a nine to five. It's a twenty four seven. And uh, there's a lot of things involved that um, we will talk about over the next series of how many, however many podcasts this lasts for that will hopefully help you uh, make the right decisions. Well, I'm hoping to be banned in Canada. That'll help our ratings. <laughs> banned in Canada. Yeah, banned anywhere, really. Banned, banned anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere we can get that publicity. So I think if you say shit in in, in uh, Canada, you get banned, right? There, I did it. We're done. We're yeah, good. that's uh, so, well. There, there goes the international audience. Um, yep, no, we're done. I, honestly, it was if you just say shit, please, or be nice about it, they're fine with it. Yeah, oh, that's probably true. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, and uh, and I'll be honest. I mean, when you guys kind of you know brought up the idea. Uh, to me about, hey, we're thinking about doing a thing. Um, do you want to be a part of it? One of the things that was the most interesting to me in, in all of the discussion was the idea that you could have, um, you know, not just necessarily for people who want to make things for a living, but uh, just sort of having the experience of, you know, what both of you have done, because even though, you know, what your the end result is, you know, pretty similar, you both have successful businesses and, you know, this, uh, the the path that you took to get there, the things that you do on a day to day basis, um, you know, and just sort of. The, the way you shape your days. And, I mean, I, I've known you guys online for, you know, a few years now at this point, and I've met you all in person. You know, I've, I've seen your shop, Joel, and I hate every person that gets to work there every single day. So, but, um, <laughs> cause the place is awesome. But, uh, you know, I mean, so the, the part that was interesting to me and, and the reason I thought it would make a good, uh, show for someone to listen to is to be able to hear kind of, okay, you know, what, what are some of the ideas that you come up with? How do you take those ideas and turn them into things? And, and those business practices and sort of those principles, I don't think are specific to any one field. You know, I don't think that they, they don't have to be, um, well, you know, if I make widgets, how do I make widgets and make money making widgets? It, you know, just some of the experience that you guys have and, and some of the conversations we've had sort of offline, um, you know, uh, oh, that yeah. experience of, you know, how do, how do you, how do you organize your day? How do you, you know, and, and some of that information it's, is useful and you guys are both really, you know, fun to talk to. So, um, you know, being able to hear you just talk about whatever, you know, it just seemed like a real good opportunity for me, you know, even not even so much to be a part of, but just to kind of be, even if I'm just passively listening, you know, it's, it's, it's very exciting to me to have the opportunity Mike, to, you, to you be are there for never it. passively listening. <laughs> Joel, it's the first episode. You got to give people an opportunity to, to work into this. You're giving all my secrets away. <laughs> well, no, and I and I agree with you. I, I think there's a I think there's a way that we can uh, we can goof around, have a little bit of fun, talk about mm -hmm. what we do, and I think the application. Um, if you aren't making little wooden Spartan knife holders, I think it's still probably going to be in your you know your ballpark, um, because my day is surprisingly not uncommon than most. I walk in the door, I check the email, and then my day kind of starts. And uh, and it, it can go everything from physical production to um, <clears throat> to marketing to to um, you know uh, refining an idea or even just sitting there hitting my head against the table when I need a good idea and nothing happens. Um, so it's yeah. So there's there's plenty where we aren't going to run out of any words. <laughs> no. Yes. In fact, we'll, we'll probably say a few things we shouldn't have. I hope so. 
which I think is actually how he came up with the name of the whole show to begin with. I think so. <laughs> so well, absolutely. Um, you know, it's, it's interesting that, that we're here and I, I know you guys a little bit and I know I'm, I'm looking forward to getting you all to know you guys all better. And I know already that there's some things that we don't always agree on. And I think that's one of the unique things about this when we get to a discussion where we're not all seeing eye to eye. So I'm looking forward to those discussions and seeing where they go as well. Mm. And that's something that um, I, I think is going to have a lot of high value for a lot of people. Yeah, I'm, I'm up to disagree with everybody. Yeah. I, I prefer to start of a point of disagreement and then try to work my way back into agreement. <laughs> I think that that's, uh, that's always a, if you can disagree with yourself along the way, you're really making progress. Right. <laughs> so, um, I, honestly, doing a podcast for me is just natural. Through the whole day, I'm just kind of, you know, talking to myself, swearing to myself, cussing at myself. Uh, I feel that this is going to be completely uh, natural output <laughs> that you get to see in my day's, uh, my day's travels. Mm -hmm. Yes. So uh, just out of curiosity, um, what are you guys currently working on? Uh, you know, as far as uh, you talk about day to day, um, Joel, what do you what are you currently putting together? I saw you had a giant plastic cutting machine uh, either being delivered or being set up or something so uh what, what is the what is the current run through for you are we in this podcast are we going to insert um are we going to insert any particular uh, uh, like uh, clips of audio any any soundboard action uh we can we can add i mean pretty much anything you like if you want dogs barking uh, because cats, i uh, i bought us I bought a freaking laser. That's what I did. I bought a freaking laser. That's right. It's nice. a hundred and thirty watt CO two laser. It it uh, it cuts glass oh. if you want it to. So uh, so yeah. So uh, it's a it's another machine like a CNC, and uh, it'll do kind of what you're you want it to do in general. Uh, it also has unlike. Uh, most of our other machineries, it has the propensity to want to blind you as well while doing its job. Like it doesn't have to do anything wrong to blind you, but it can do that in like as an added benefit, kind of like a cup holder so it, in a car. Like, is it like welding with your dad? You're always sitting there yelling at hey, kids, don't look at the light. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Don't, don't look at the light. No, no, shut the door. But it's pretty. <laughs> Yeah. So, remember, yeah, one, so remember my dad was my dad was welding once, and this is a quick story. And I, just because it's funny, I want to interject here. You know, he just got done welding, of course, yelling at me, "Don't look at the light!" And then he said, "Don't touch that; it's hot." You know, I'm a kid. The first thing I'm going to do is make sure that it's hot. So mm. I grabbed right a hold of it. Does a laser do that when you cut it? Is the, is the material really warm when after it's been cut, or is it cut pretty cool? Uh, so, well, uh, yes and no. It depends on how much time is elapsed on it uh, in kind of what power setting. So if you're in the machining world, the, the word of the day is or the words of the day are speeds and speeds. Right. So basically, you know, you have so much distance to travel over. You have a thing that's doing its thing and feeds and speeds for lasers are power and, and feed. And so if you stay in a center object, like, like if I'm cutting like inch thick acrylic and cutting all the way through on a single pass, damn right. That little block's going to be hot. I mean, there's no way around it. You're, you're juicing it up pretty good. Um, but you know, for thinner things, which this is meant for, we have bigger machines for thick stuff. Um, I can cut anything from, uh, uh, etch glass or, uh, take paint off of things or, um, 
uh, you know, engraved into wood. I did a tattoo on a, a tree, a hunk of tree, basically engraved. And it was did just this kind of, you know, just this little flower thing that was done on it. Did, did you see that video of a guy who, uh, on YouTube? I think it was on YouTube. Maybe it was Facebook. Where he actually lasered a tattoo on his arm. Did you yes. guys see that? Can that's, you, that's, I don't want to see that. Can your, can your laser do that? I might come that's, over. That's <laughs> called branding, and that's a that's a subset of uh, uh, BDSM that I think that you might want to uh, Google right now. <laughs> what's what's BDSM? Oh, BDSM. <laughs> is this is this the point where we get lost in, uh, in every other country? <laughs> <laughs> So, I, you guys have to remember, I am from a very small town in the backwoods of Upper Michigan, up in the UP. So, you know, and I'm not a, I'm not privy to a lot of the street talk. You're in South uh, Canada. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you're, well um, you know, Izzy, uh, Google is a wonderful thing. I think you should embrace it in all its facets. How do you say? How do you spell that again? We're only a half hour in, and the wheels are coming off already. I like it. That's right. Right on. That's right. Um, Actually, I'm kind of wondering what took us this long. Um, right. Also, too, I, did, I really want to make sure that we kind of emphasize the point that Joel bought a laser. That's right. <laughs> no, so, no, no, no. I don't a want to move past that too laser. quickly. Yeah, I don't, want to, I don't want to move past that too quickly. That man has a laser beam in his house that he can control. That's, that's, that's right. It's very and, godlike. Well, and- <laughs> and so, so it's just, it's another tool, but it's, you know, a freaking laser. Yeah. So, yeah. so the. Mike, do you have Picky and the Brain running through your head right now? Because I, I kind of do. So. It's all, yeah, I just, I just didn't want to move too quickly past that point because, you know, I, I, you know, people, uh, there's a laser. In, in Joel's in Joel's shop, yeah, in Georgia. I, I mean, you know, right. all, I mean, what are we talking well, about? To, to be fair, we have the laser, and if anybody has any sharks, uh, we are interested. Currently, looking in the market <laughs> for for sharks and and the mounting equipment to equip them with the laser. Nice. So, I mean, so, you know, not to be too stereotypical here, um, but I'll be that guy. Uh, you know, I was when I got to your shop, I was actually surprised to see indoor plumbing, let alone that you had a computer there that cut things. <laughs> well, so. well, I, I appreciate your effort in 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 opening your eyes and seeing the wonderful world of of uh, of the backwoods of Georgia, <laughs> of Atlanta, but, of Atlanta. Um, but yeah, we actually we actually have running water this year. It was exciting. Uh, we're, we're getting past the porta potties. It's, it's it's been a bad memory though. Well, we just got refrigerators up in the UP before I left. So, do you yeah, need refrigerators I mean, in the UP? Seriously? Well, yeah, yeah, you do for two months out of the year. So, so and, and and I'm going to ask this question like I like I don't know the answer, and I'll even pretend to be surprised when you when you give it. But uh, so, what did you what did you have in mind when you bought this laser machine? Um, was there any particular items that you were sort of that you had sought out to to purchase a laser? <laughs> uh, so, and we'll talk about this a little bit because this goes into my philosophy. Uh, I don't have many philosophies, um, but there is one which is basically uh, buy the tool, and you'll find a thing to do with it. And I don't. I know that sounds a little arrogant and not everybody has money and that's easy to say. And trust me, 
after I bought the laser, I don't have any money either. So, <laughs> so I, I understand. Um, have, is this where we plug the Patreon page? <laughs> that's right. That's right. Send your donations to the needy people. The laser, the laser Patreon. <laughs> they have page. lasers. <laughs> um, oh, no, no. So, so the end. The you know the end result is that that I have some projects in my brain. We'd like to do more personalization. There's, you know, a long list of things that we can do with it. Um, but it's a freaking laser. Sorry. I'm still a little excited by it. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the long um, and short of it. They can't see it, but but Mike and I are both drooling a little bit. So, you know, I think you we should. have, to, it, we have it, to we have to narrate that for the audience to know yeah, it, that it, we're, we're envious. And it turning makes green me. And stuff. Uh, it it makes me. It, it taps into a part of me that's very ugly, um, jealous and angry human. Because you know, yeah. I don't have a laser. Um, you know, I mean, and that's just you know, that's just one of the things from his shop that I don't have. I mean, he's got a, he's got welding things and cutting things and table saws that are attached to other table saws, and it's just you know, everything about his shop makes me. Want to punch myself in the face over and over and over again? Well, Mike, so. you're not the only one. We'd all like to punch you in the face over and over again. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I should have seen that one coming. <laughs> you know, you know, uh, you know. The coolest thing, and and by far the most expensive thing to to my shop is are my minions, my guys that work there. They they're they are. I can. I literally. We were prototyping a little beer carrier today. And I handed off the pieces after getting them off the. This is how lazy I am. Let me let me reiterate this real quickly. So from my office, I tell Maggie to run the program I just created that I networked over to the CNC. It ran the program that I needed to run. I told her how to set it up a little bit, and then she took the pieces off. She sanded them, and planed it down and got everything right so the measurements were in, and then. I walk out there to like a 98% done prototype, right? And I didn't, I didn't even get the cheese it yellow off of my fingers yet, <laughs> right? So, so if there's to be anything jealous of having a Carl, having a Chris, having a Maggie in 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 your shop, that would be that's where I would be jealous. Not nearly as you know a. Um, sexy as laser beams but uber useful yeah well i mean listen my you know i don't i don't want you to think that the uh, the the well of jealousy for me is very shallow there, there's there's plenty of water in that for all to get wet with this rabbit hole goes deep <laughs> yeah exactly right yeah you don't have to worry yeah. about that you can um, kind of tell you're turning a little bit green there, Mike. yeah that's uh well and, and, and so <laughs> sorry izzy but you get to follow that <laughs> <laughs> so, so Izzy, do you do you have a laser? So Izzy, hey, hey, real quick, what are you working on? Um, well, I, I do have a laser. It's attached to the end of an ink pen, and I can point at stuff with it. So <laughs> that is that's the extent of laser in my shop. I think I might have a tool with a laser on it as well. That you know, it like draws a straight line or something. So. Yes. I don't have a laser. Just a minute. I'm, I need a moment to cry. Guys. It's okay. We'll, uh, we'll pause for, <laughs> for station uh, identification. 
you know, I got a lot of stuff. Got a lot of stuff going on, and I always do. And I think that's. Uh, I was just talking to a friend of mine about that. I'm like, I, I need to start pulling irons out of the fire instead of sticking more in. Seems to be the uh, seems to be the status quo for me. I can't I can't seem to say no, and I always have a new idea that is the what I think is worthy. And when I think something's worthy, I give it a hundred percent. When you're giving a hundred percent to twenty different things, there's not a there's not a whole lot left for you. So. Mm. Um, so I, a couple of cool things that I am working on that are going to keep moving forward are um, some business opportunities that I'm looking at. Um, I've been for a couple of years now trying to fire up a tool company. And um, as of uh, well before this podcast comes out, IzzySwanTools.com will be up and running and we'll have our first product over there. So I'm, I'm excited about that. I'll be announcing that on, on my YouTube channel probably before the podcast is out. And then um, we got that going on in the background right now, and I'm working on possibly uh, with four to five, maybe six thousand square foot warehouse where I intend on putting in several shops and inviting creators up to create content for a couple weeks, and um, you know, just helping promote what they're doing. Another another little avenue to help grow community. So you guys know that I'm all about you know, mm-hmm. making growing community, and I think. It's not completely altruistic. The more the community grows, the better it is for everybody, and including myself. So um, I'm working on that in the background. And then there's been talk with uh, Luis Gonzalez of something very interesting going on in Puerto Rico. And I've been kind of involved in that. Um, So working on that as well. And then uh, there's more happening on the UK uh, on that front. That's interesting. That's not ready to announce yet. But there's something big (laughs) happening over there that we'll be announcing in a couple of months. And then, uh, <laughs> all right, that's the short list. So. Well, let, let's let's uh, instead of teasing me with things that, that I can't know, then uh, yeah. let's talk about. So your uh, Tool Masters Association. Oh yeah, um, yeah. I saw the the sort of uh, I don't know if it was the the introduction of it, but the, but kind of the the beginnings of it with uh, the Atlanta Woodworking Show, um, you know, full swing promotion. So explain what Tool Masters Association is and uh, what it does for people who are members and why you decided you wanted to start that thing up. Uh, that was kind of my answer to a Patreon in a, in a way. I wanted to create something that was high value uh, for people who are interested in supporting uh, you know, content. And uh, more than that, I wanted to create this very unique community. I wanted to, you know, first of all, I needed to be subscription-based community because I really want people there who are serious. You know, that's what this is. This is for serious people who really want to uh, be part of this community of, of professionals and, and beginners and intermediates and welders and woodworkers and fabricators. It's a community where you can ask questions and get those questions answer i mean it's not like you know you're not it's not like going over to the fisherman and saying hey what lure are you using you see you catching fish you know over here we tell you what lure we're using and then we tell you how to use it you know so we created this community of people who are interested in supporting others and then of course we're getting classes over there um you know that just made sense that that we just can't do that long form style class in, in any really much any other way definitely not good on youtube um, and this is the way we can get these people who are serious. We can do these long form classes about 3D modeling, about design, about uh, wood turning, about content creation, video, you know, how to make a good YouTube video and all that stuff's happening over there. And then the long and short of it is I also used uh, my leverage, my popularity on, on YouTube uh, and some of the other social media platforms to get some deals from tool companies that I can pass on to the members of the tool masters. So in other words, uh, like I'm working with Ryan. Icon now, and they, 
I got their bandsaw table saw and I bought a, I bought um, the lathe and a few dust collectors and stuff and um, I, because they're part of the Toolmasters Association through BP Way so now I'm gonna they're gonna see you're gonna see their stuff in my videos I'm gonna help promote their stuff because they're giving my members discounts you know Brian Wade owns BP Way I'm doing the same with him um, you know I'm actually doing a sponsored video for him here in a minute in a, in a next two or three videos coming out. So, um, you know, so I take these guys that have these companies and I say, hey, I'm going to give you some publicity. I'm going to help push your product. You give my members 10% off, 15% off tools through your website. And that's what they did. So now not only are you, you know, when you're a Toolmasters member, you're paying five or six bucks a month. Um, and then you're getting this really great community of pros. You get the classes and now you're getting discounts on tools. And when, um, which more than pays, I mean, if you buy an, if you're an average woodworker, this more than pays for itself easily within the first few months. Um, so now it's, you know, what you end up with is just this basically a high value place that didn't cost you anything because you save that money on discounts that are on stuff you already buy. So mm -hmm. that was the thing. And then the idea was to grow this over the next year or two and then start offering it, finding ways to offer it to other creators as well. Like saying, Hey, you know, I know you, you work hard at making this content. We want to support what you're doing. These guys, TMA wants to support what you're doing. You know, um, here's a link in affiliate program. You promote TMA. You promote what you're doing, and we're going to give you 80% of the revenue that we bring in to help support your content. You know, so that that was the Patreon side of it is how can we support the community uh, of not not the community of at whole at large, but the content creator community, the guys that are bringing this uh, high value stuff to the table. And of course, we're being really picky about who we let in the door. Um, and uh, we just want really good. We want a real good, solid community. And it's like a, it's like when you're working in a working environment, you uh, you, you hire good people. You know, mm -hmm. so it's the same situation. So we're doing that over there. That's TMA. Is you know, I, I keep people keep telling me I have to have a shorter version. I have to be able to break. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I, have audio, I have audio <laughs> editing software. I can make that yeah. like two minutes. <laughs> if, if you can figure out how to do it and pack that information and make it sound good, please go right ahead. Yeah, so, no, there's no way that's going to happen. I, uh, uh, <laughs> so, but ultimately, ultimately, it's about you know growing a community. You know, mm -hmm. we're back to that back to that community thing, and it's not just about content creators. It's not just about the pros. It's about anybody who seriously wants to learn more about making stuff. And it doesn't have to be woodworking. It can be welding. You know, it can be three D printing. It could be lasers. We even have laser, lasers now. Um, so, you know, we're back to that, right? Yeah. So there's there's all this there's, there's all this stuff that we're doing over there. I don't I don't want to you know I, I appreciate the opportunity to share that on this first podcast, and I don't want that to be what the podcast is because that's you know that's self promoting. It, it's it's the point now where word of mouth is spreading and it's doing well. So mm. and we're actually happy, we're happy with that. Izzy, so. and we're we're hoping that you would. Uh, actually sponsor our podcast <laughs> I think I, I'm not sure but you, I may already have a little bit so. <laughs> that's right yeah sponsored by well, I, mean, you know, Association. I mean you know I did I waived my talent fee um, you know since I don't really have any so you <laughs> <laughs> So you didn't have to you didn't have to cover that cost, but uh, yeah, you yeah. Well, and the, uh, well, go ahead. I was just going to say that the shameless promotion. Um, you know, I, I I don't necessarily hate because you know to some extent the the idea behind that community and, and you know one of the reasons that the 
you know, the answer you gave, even though it's, you know, it's not really, uh, it hasn't been concated you know, enough at this point, but the, the idea behind that community and, and sort of the mindset of, you know, let's, let's put a community together that a lot of people can benefit from. And, you know, there's, you can't give that stuff away because, you know, there's cost to, to maintaining it and all that stuff. But yeah, well, I have caring a about building that... a community like that is, you know, having those type of ideas, you know, that that's, those type of things are very interesting to me to hear is, okay, you know, what, what made you want to come up with this idea? And, you know, I think you give a very good description of that, even though you consider it to be too long, but, you know, that type of stuff and that type of mindset is really, you know, that that's some of that ADD, you know, this is what it kind of turns into, right? So you get, yeah. how do I build this community of people that can help other people? And then, you know, your sphere of influence grows. And, and if you could influence people in a positive way, you just keep growing that and growing it and growing it. And, you know, it, it's, uh, mm-hmm. it, it becomes kind of self-rewarding at the same time of, you know, there sure. also being a business opportunity there, but, you know, and then it promotes other companies and you just see this, this cycle just keeps going and going. So, I mean, it's a, I think it's definitely a good topic for this, even though, you know, to some extent it is, you, you know, you're going to have to talk about yourself and promote your own thing for a little bit. Yeah. But and, the underlying and there, idea is very, very valuable. There's lesson two and three. For, no, we've got three lessons in this podcast. The second lesson being, <laughs> being always be closing. If you're, if you're trying to sell something, you're trying to make a business out of something, always, always, every opportunity you get, take the chance to promote it, to close on the deal, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you know that, Mike, I mean, that's, that's your, your 16 years of that for you. So you understand. Yeah, well, that's 16 um, years in the, in the finance business. I've been doing sales for almost 30 now. <laughs> so, I, was, I was trying to make everybody think you were a little bit younger. Yeah, so I, was trying I to help don't you think out I'm there. fooling anyone at this point. I mean, right. granted, we're not, uh, you know, the podcaster voice uh, so that, you know, the, the, they, they may hear me and think I'm not, you know, in my 40s. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, a quick the, look at me doesn't doesn't hold that up. So the third, the third lesson is don't be afraid of change. If something doesn't work for you, do something else and just move forward. You know, so I always try new things. And if the new things work, they do. And if they don't, don't be ashamed that you tried something new and it didn't work out. Just, just don't just step off of it and move on to something else. I've done, I've done it a hundred times. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's actually, um, that's probably a very good beginning lesson. And for myself, I mean, I, I went from, you know, building car stereos to selling things to uh, moving from upstate New York down to North Carolina, which is a you know giant move. And we did that just because, um, you know, one of the the car stereo shows we had down here, I was like, wow, check this area out. This is, you know, is this what growth looks like? Because upstate New York doesn't really have that. Um, for, and apologize to the two listeners from upstate that are probably uh, <laughs> smashing their iPhones at this point. But yeah, so they just don't have that type of uh, outlook and growth there. But getting your, making yourself uncomfortable uh, can be very beneficial. Um, doing something different and, and putting yourself into change is where you where you grow the most. You know, that's that's been consistent for me. Um, you know, I went from. Uh, being in the car stereo business, selling car stereos to a friend of mine going, Hey, uh, do you want to try this mortgage thing? You know? And it was like, uh, well, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I, I, I barely had a mortgage at that point. I don't know anything about selling them, you know? So, but, but stepping out being uncomfortable for a little while turned out to be, you know, very, very beneficial. You know, it's a, it's a good business to be in. It's, it's turned into a career for me, you know? So, I mean, 16, 17 years in the same, same line of work. And, and that's been, you know, I don't know if anyone was 
it remembers 2008, but the uh, the mortgage business kind of took a dive back then. So it was a you know it's been a rough ride, but it still managed to be a, you know almost a two decade career for me. You know, just because it was something I was willing to try, even though it wasn't something I I thought I could do, and that you know that that stepping into that uncomfortable place, there's a lot of growth in that. You know, pulling that comfy blanket back. That's a that's a real hard thing to do, but everybody I know that's ever done it, you know, it very rarely does it blow up in your face. I mean, you know, if if you make stupid decisions and you know, it, there's not, no, I mean, you can't be saved from that stuff. But if if you're just trying new things and and stepping out into new things, interesting things, you're going to find that you can grow into those things as opposed to just kind of being stuck in the same place because, you know, it's warm, it's comfortable, there is no change. I mean, that change is where all the fun is. So, I mean, that's just been my experience. Mike, you just reminded yeah, yeah. me of a, a, a funny story about, um, you, you had said you remember 2008, and I remember vividly 2008 because I was in the computer business as a consultant and... Um, I worked with Apple products and I worked with recording studios and all sorts of things. Um, we had big clients and we had small clients and anywhere in between. And we were doing really, really well in 2007 and 2008 started tapering a little bit. But I'll tell you what, I remember very specifically, I looked at my wife and said, this is October of 2008. And I said, huh. Are phones working? I haven't heard them ringing. <laughs> and 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 it was like all the corporate entities that used us kind of as as a, as a boutique computer service is like you know we need this little thing done or or um, our ID department doesn't want to deal with Mac so let's just use you guys and the you know the graphic design and advertising uh, mm-hmm. you know 18 cubicles worth of those things and we were doing all these things we we're busy you know i was running around 100 hours a week and uh and all of a sudden the phones just like Zip. and we're just sitting around going huh well this is very interesting and yeah so it's, it's sorry you just reminded me of that and you said yes i do remember that mortgage <laughs> issue that you might well, have had to, uh... too not, not to play one-upsmanship, but uh, I was working for a non-conforming lender in 2007, and uh, there were 411 of those that completely disappeared from the face of the earth in a six-month window. <laughs> so it it got a little weird, but yeah, that was you know that then that's kind of where the whole the whole change thing comes from is you know you, you've got to be able to. I had to look at my family and go, hey, we got you know not necessarily change careers, but I have to change the thing I was doing because it does doesn't exist anymore. It's not that, uh, you know, I I can try to keep doing it. I don't know where I would, but I have to, I have to grow into something else, you know? So, and that's, that's one thing that this, you know, being in sales and, and, you know, to some extent, I mean, you you just kind of get used to starting fresh every day, you know, so that the idea of change never scares me because I mean, every day, something different for me, you know, and that's, and you guys know that, to be true too. I mean, you know, Izzy, you got 10 million things you're working on, Joe, you've got all these new toys you're buying and all these new ideas you're playing with. And, you know, they just, uh, you know, that, that change is great, man. That's, you know, people are terrified by it, but I've so, so often I just see people just do really great things with it. And it's, uh, I, I wish more people weren't as afraid of it as everybody, you know, purports to be. So it's just, yeah. 
Well, that's, that's part of what, you know, being in business for yourself means. Uh, you know, for instance, if you're a guy like me who uh, spent 15 years in the business, incidentally, struggled for about a year after 08, finally shut down the furniture factory. Um, no. Yeah. I didn't you know. do that, by the way. I'm just. <laughs> yeah. No, I, we're, I, I, we're still blaming you. I, I see you're trying to make eye contact with me when you, when you roll your eyes. <laughs> you know, and I wasn't the only one. I mean, there was there were small companies to very large companies. I mean, some of the biggest companies in North Carolina shut down. It just it just mm-hmm. they couldn't keep it going. You know, um, but that's what it was. And but it, you know, at this point, if you want to move forward and you want to grow a business and you want to be a full time maker or you want to be a mortgage guy or you want to be a business owner who makes really cool stuff, you. 90% of what you do is selling. You know, if you're going to, if you want to spend 40 hours in the shop and have the money magically show up, you're, you're not going to make it, you know, uh, you're going to spend 10 hours in the shop and 30 hours selling yourself. And that, that's a good formula, you know, so always be ready to work. Always be ready to open your mouth. Always be ready to close. Always be ready to make that contact and network, network, network. We'll talk about that more. I think that would make a really good topic uh, for one of our podcasts is talking about selling yourself, you know, and that's really what we're doing. You're not necessarily selling a product you're selling yourself. And that's a, that's a big, that's a big, uh, that's a big one. So maybe we mm. should make a whole topic about that. What do you guys think? Oh, absolutely. And also just, you know, identifying value, you know, what value do you bring? I mean, it's, uh, you know, some people overvalue themselves because they're too, too confident and headstrong. And yeah. some people don't realize the value that they bring to the table, you know, and that's yeah. uh, trying to, now that's very specific and very individualistic, but, um, you know, Hey, who are you and, and why do you matter to the world? You know I mean? It's basically, what do you give or what do you bring that just doesn't exist anywhere? You know, I mean, that's a, that that's, uh, those are, those are all good topics and definitely things that we can spend a whole lot of time talking about. So, right. um, yeah, there's, everybody needs something, you know, it's, it, you may need dishwashing detergent because you're out. So there's gotta be some guy out there that can make dishwashing detergent. Right. Or there's or there's somebody that needs a piece of music and you happen to play uh, a stringed instrument, you know, or there's a, a guy that needs an omelet so you can cook. There's there's always something out there um, and you, you have a talent. You may not realize it or you may think it's ordinary or you may think that there's a um, that there isn't a market for that thing. But I bet you. If you really thought about it, did a little bit of math, I bet you you could find the market. Now, it may not be supporting your household or it may not be supporting the whole industry, but I bet you you could make a dollar or two selling your widgets that you're really crafty at or talking with your voice doing sexy voiceovers, whatever that is. That's Mr. Laffy's department. (laughs) It is Mr. Laffy's department. Hello. <laughs> so, so yeah. So that's, that brings me to one of my favorite sayings, Joel, and it's, a, it's something Einstein said. And he said, you know, everyone is a genius. Everyone is. But if you ask a fish to climb a tree, you know, it's just not going to happen. So, I mean, there's some. Everybody's got a skill. Everybody's got a talent. Everybody's can has value in some way, shape, or form. And some of those guys and gals want to make businesses out of them. We hope that this podcast will help you make a better, clearer decision on whether it's a good idea or not a good idea. I may point you in some right directions. Here, here. Yeah. 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 I can't, I can't think of a better reason. Um, frankly, just as an excuse for us to get together, waste an hour of our day. Um, just, uh, 
frankly bullshitting. Well, Joel, and, I don't and, know. <laughs> and I, I, I can't say that, you know, getting to spend an hour with you um, a week or a couple times a week a is a waste. Pleasure. Yeah. It, it is, is a pure, unadulterated <laughs> it pleasure, is. isn't it? And if we, we have Mike here to make sure we behave ourselves, so that's even better. Oh, yeah. So. Hey, let me tell you something. It, it, if my friends heard you say that and they thought that I was the one that was keeping this, the, the lid on this thing, there, there would be no hope for humanity of any kind. What's, what's the saying? Wolf garden, guarding the chicken hen? Uh, it's not is even it, that. This is, this is much different. It's, <laughs> a, if I'm the know. responsible adult in a group of people, we have all made terrible <laughs> terrible decisions i mean it's just uh time will bear me out on that so, it's, <laughs> so but uh but we are uh we are coming up to the end of our very first episode so um i believe uh if i remember correctly we have a a twitter uh account uh, if i was at maybe podcast i believe is what we ended up with yeah um, i believe so, so i have to actually look so it up we would so sad, like to it? yeah we would like to uh we would like to hear from the community here um you know if you can get online uh if you if you do the tweet thing uh you know we um we will have links in twitter to our uh, facebook page um i believe there is a website in the cauldron right now bubbling yep. up ready to become live so um we'll we'll definitely get all the links and everything out to all of that because uh, as of the recording of this it's all kind of 80 percent baked so uh, but yeah so on twitter you can go to maybe at maybe podcast uh tweet to us follow us we will have information there but if you have questions comments um subject subjects topics you would like for us to cover um you know basically anything at all that is going to be the outlet for us so uh hit us up on the twitter thing uh i think that all goes into joel and and we prefer that he be the one that does all of that because then i don't have to i don't Sorry, know how to, i don't know how to twitter so i'm, I, I'm my, pretty yeah. sure i is just he, got shafted on that one didn't i well yeah, we, i mean we have we have some tweeters um they're, you, they're in a you nest right outside the laser, back door so you, you get to you get to do some grunt work here i gotta do all the editing of this thing so <laughs> and i'll just i'll just sit here and be pretty so we're good so no, we're it, it'll be it'll be <laughs> It'll be my uh, complete uh, you know, pleasure to piss off as many people as I can on the tweet box. That will be that will be exciting. How many listeners did you want? Seven, eight by the end of the month? well, we get, I think uh, we had a target of nine by well, the, nine. Uh, we by had the end of 2018. We had seven, but Canada's out, and there's two people in upstate New York that just crashed their iPhone, so now we're down to three. So. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, hashtag, uh, hashtag maybe goals, I think. <laughs> That's right. That's so, right. Maybe, so, yeah, but uh, at maybe podcast, uh, hit us up there. Um, and like I said, just anything you got you want to talk about, bring up. Um, we got a bunch of cool guys here that got a lot of insight. We're going to be bringing on uh, guest speakers from time to time. So if we have topics that the community wants to hear, or we know of some folks out there that are really good at that one particular thing. We will bring them on and grill them for all their knowledge and sexy Pick sounds up. of their voice. So um, everything is possible. But uh, but uh, gentlemen, uh, do you have any any place that you uh, website links, anything you would like to promote to send people to before we call it a day? Joel, why don't you take it away, brother? Uh, IzzySwan.com. 
Oh. And you can find me at the missing digit workshop dot com. So that's right. That's right. Yeah. So so yeah. Joel no, no, no. Is wares on Amazon. So uh, to get right. on there and search for the missing digit dude. Actually, that's yeah, not absolutely. the name. Missing digit workshop. Actually, that might be the name. I like the missing digit. Oh. The 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 name itself is a funny story, and we'll we'll talk about that maybe next episode. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, I uh, I don't have a social media presence, and I don't do this for a living, so I have nothing to promote ever. Um, so I will just uh, I will just keep an eye out for the Twitter verse to see uh, what you guys have to say. Um, feedback, comments, questions, uh, all welcome. Please send it all in to us. And uh, until we get together again, uh, this is Mike, and for Izzy and Joel, farewell to all of you. Good night, everybody.